Welcome to Sunny in Seattle with your host, Sunny Joy. And coming up on today's show, Sunny welcomes back spiritual teacher and innovative channel, Sarah Landon. So tune in as she welcomes back Sarah to the show and learn why it's time to take a quantum leap forward. And now we welcome your host for the day, Sunny Joy. And good morning, everyone. Welcome to Sunny in Seattle. I am your host, Sunny Joy McMillan, and we are here every Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. KKNW, bringing you amazing guests and resources that will help you create a life filled with peace, joy, freedom, and purpose. It is radio that positively shines. And if you can't catch the show live, you can always access those show archives at 1150kknw.com. And you can find out more about me, connect with me for coaching at my website, which is goldenoversoul.com. That is goldenoversoul.com. And don't forget, you can still access and download my book for free by going to the website I have specifically set up for the book. It's called Unhitched. Uh, the book is the book is called Unhitched. The website is unhitchedbook.com. That's unhitchedbook.com. And uh, this book is really written for anyone who is struggling in their marriage, maybe considering divorce. Um, these were the tools that I used to heal my relationship um, with my ex-husband, and they are tools that can be applied that I use with my clients within a marriage or post-divorce. They're good for all of this stuff. So if you know anybody who might need a little bit of that, then I invite you to go to unhitchedbook.com and download that book for free. Okay, uh, Benny, what's going on with you? Nothing, Sunny. Nothing? What? <laughs> no. Got to be something. Uh, I mean, yeah, but I don't really want to get into some other stuff. But um, can okay. can we go back to like what we started on the show, like behind the scenes? Like you told me a little factoid about pickleball and how we might need to get that started. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, so um, as many of you know, my amazing guest today is Sarah Landon. She is our most frequent return guest. Superstar. And there's a good reason for that. Yes. So what you may not know about Sarah, and I don't know how much time we will give it today on the show because we're going to be talking about other I'm things. I'm giving up but... my time. So. Okay. We'll Plenty. Give it up. Plenty. <laughs> Sarah is an excellent pickleball player. And if you are not familiar with pickleball, it is a racket sport. Well, I say racket. Maybe, Sarah, I should let you explain it. Oh, it's it played with paddles similar. and a wiffle ball. <laughs> paddle sport. Sarah, yep. welcome to the show. I'll give your intro in a minute. <laughs> I never, ever thought I would be uh, on air anywhere talking about playing pickleball. Hey, it's time for a first. <laughs> oh, it's time for a first. What is really funny, oh, though. Oh, my gosh. It, yeah, because so my partner, Chase, um, played tennis, and his tennis coach was a big pickleball player. So Chase ended up paying, playing a lot of pickleball in high school, and I had never heard of the sport. But um, fun fact, it was actually uh, created in the 1960s in the state of Washington um, as a little alternative uh, fun sport. I think, um, Benny, you're going to have to Wikipedia this one. Too, I already have I it remember. ready to go whenever you're oh, ready. Okay, well then, Benny, you it, tell us. It so actually started, it started in the summer of 65 on Bainbridge Island at the home of former state representative Joel Pritchard, who actually in 72 was elected to the U.S. Uh, House of Representatives and eventually mm -hmm. went on to become lieutenant governor of our uh, uh, little state here. And he uh -huh. and two friends, Bill Bell and Barney, uh, Barney McClallum, uh, returned from golf, and they just wanted to take up some badminton they didn't have enough rackets so they came up with this game and the name actually name was named after uh it looks like a dog named pickles so they kind of adopted into that and uh i guess there was uh or 
Pickle Boat. They kind of were coming up with some names, but yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it was the family dog name that kind of inspired the rest of it. So I was going to ask Sarah, is she? are you part of the International Federation of Pickleball, the IFP? <gasps> No, I am oh. not part of the IFP, Benny. Um, I, I, we may know, just have to end the interview now. Maybe yeah, right. Forget something it. to aspire to in my life, you know, uh. and maybe a new goal or something I could pursue here. <laughs> yeah, if this whole spiritual channel thing doesn't work yeah. out. <laughs> I think she needs to go for it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, well this is fun. <laughs> yeah, and so I have to tell everyone out there, yeah, the fun fact of, is that Sarah is an excellent pickleball player. It is a really fun game, and now um, that we are in Petaluma, there are uh, pickleball courts like less Everywhere. than a mile from our house. <laughs> yes, there really are. And so we have been playing pickleball, so Chase and I are going to be heading down to Santa Barbara to challenge Sarah in a pickleball match <laughs> here pretty soon. Okay, I'm ready. Can we grill I'm you ready. on terminology? Can I grill you on terminology? Or is it too soon for that there, uh, Sonny? Uh, yeah, Sarah may have to help me. I know, oh, okay. I know stay out of the kitchen. That's stay about all I know. Ooh, okay. yeah, good one. Yeah. Uh-huh. How about a dink? Do you know a what a dink, dink is? Yep. She knows what a dink is. I showed her what a dink was. Oh, I've already forgotten. I've already forgotten. What is a dink? Uh, dink is when you... Yeah, go ahead, Ben. I was just kidding. It's a little soft little, you know, pat. It's a soft mm. shot. A little dink, you know. Dink. <laughs> that makes sense. Yep. <laughs> How about a poach? Do you know what a poach is? Um, it's a term. Yeah, I know. I'm I... making you think. Sarah, do you know? It's where, it's where you sort of run in front of your partner's ball. Very good. Yes, in doubles. Yes, we get a ding. She's 2-0 right now. Yeah, Sarah wins. This is like a game show. We can turn this into a game show. That's fine. You definitely don't want that one. Okay, definitely don't. No, no. <laughs> oh. Okay, well, so there's your, if you did not know what pickleball was before the show today, now you do. You may want to go play it, and if you're lucky enough, you may get to play against Sarah, who's a very talented player, and plays on some of the most beautiful courts in the United States, right there in Santa Barbara, California. We should do like a celebrity <laughs> pro-am type thing, like have us show up and have friends, you know what I mean? Like, I think this is a good opportunity get to play Sunny. Yeah, Sunny and Friends, right? Yes. Oh, well, we'll have, we'll, we will table that one for now with any of those fabulous <laughs> idea. <laughs> okay. So Sarah, little did you know, we would be talking about pickleball for the first segment of the show. But, um, thanks for being a good sport about it. No pun intended. I see um, what you did there. Good sport. I see what you did there. <laughs> so for those who don't know Sarah, um, I will give you her bio here and then we can dive into something other than pickleball. It's a little more spiritually minded. Um, so hey, Sarah... it's spiritual. I'm just saying it's a <laughs> spiritual experience. Well played <laughs> as the shot goes back across the court. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Okay, so Sarah Landon has been called a leader of leaders for the next generation of transformation, a former corporate professional and entrepreneur turned inspirational speaker, spiritual teacher, and intuitive channel. Sarah is recognized as a globally celebrated leader in the field of human potential and spiritual living. Sarah's passion is helping people to discover their unique life's purpose and the power within them to create a positive impact in the world around them. Sarah's ability to connect and to an expanded awareness and higher level consciousness offers clients, students, and participants in her courses and coaching programs the wisdom to live their highest potential regardless of current limitations and life circumstances. Sarah is living proof that when aligned to the energetic power of the source within you, anything is possible for you. 
The intention of all gatherings and sessions with Sarah, including our show today, is to provide life-changing wisdom and an energetic experience that will guide you to answer the profound questions of who am I, why am I here, and what is my life's purpose, and how do I live it? Once you remember the answer to those questions, you can immediately begin living your highest potential with clarity, inspiration, joy, and freedom. For more information, um, you can visit sarahlandon.com. That's sarahlandon.com. And I really, if you haven't listened to her work before and her channel teachings, um, that is a great place to get started. She's got some freebies there so you can get a taste of her work. And then we'll talk more about some of her current offerings um, later on in the show. So Sarah, um, let's see, after your pickleball, welcome welcome back to this part of the show <laughs> oh, thank you i love being here always with you sunny and benny it's a great experience and i've met some wonderful people that have been part of the sunny in seattle uh listening audience and it's just an incredible community so thank you thank you i'm happy to be here oh well i'm so happy to have you back there's a little pickleball clap pickleball clap love the audience yeah, as I always say, you know, there's a reason that you are our most frequent return guest. And I, I, I've told our audience this before, but I've really been uh, the your teachings and what you bring through from the council are on my emotional speed dial list. And I have had so much fun. Like my routine here in Petaluma has been walk up, up into the hills behind the house to do my runs and hiking and all that, and then listen to Sarah and the council. And it's just been so much fun. It just feels like it's taken it to a whole new level being here in Petaluma. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that so much. And uh, sometimes out in nature is the very best place to listen to this stuff and, and to really take in not only the wisdom that comes through uh, in the channel messages from the council, but the incredible vibration, you know, energy, uh, the energy of nature is so sacred and, you know, we're talking, you know, jokingly about pickleball, but, you know, spirituality is a way of living and all of this stuff, if you are one who has followed spiritual teachings and really studied higher level consciousness or, or desired greater wisdom in your life, it's your opportunity to really integrate that into the way you live your life every day. You know, that's the spiritual part of the experience. So whether you're out in nature, hiking or walking or playing something like pickleball or tennis, you know, remember that that's really where we apply all of this incredible wisdom to change and transform our life and the world we see around us. Absolutely. It's an incredible point. It reminds me of Anita Morjani when she talks about, you know, you can't be more spiritual than you already are by showing up as a spiritual being in a human body on planet Earth. That by definition and everything that happens along your chronology in the human life, that is the, the most spiritual you can get. So yes, mm -hmm. pickleball absolutely. too. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, so um, I think, you know, many people know your your story if they've heard the show before. I mean, what, Sarah, how do you want to address like your background and, and how you came to do this work? I don't, I want to give you as much or as little time as you want and we can then take it from there. You know, we've talked about that quite a few times on the show. I think people kind of um, you know, many people have listened. If they want to know more, they can certainly go to my website, sarahlannon.com, and there's an overview, and there's a place if you go down in the About Me section where I tell the whole story of how this happened. But long story short, um, I was living in Seattle, actually, living a seemingly normal life <laughs> in the corporate world, uh, and through a series of unexplainable, uh, divinely orchestrated events, I moved out of the corporate world 
and uh, into doing this work with the council. And the council is a energetic awareness and higher level consciousness that I, um, through a series of events and uh, doing so many, many, many times, have been able to access this higher state of consciousness uh, to channel their perspective and their wisdom through for us so that we can really live a life uh, beyond the fear and the limitation and the judgment that we pick up when we come into this human experience. And somewhere within everyone, I truly believe we know that there's so much more possible for us. However, we have been told otherwise, or we have been taught otherwise, and not because um, there was any malintent, I believe, but just because that limitation has been passed down from generation to generation of what we really think is possible for us. And when we truly connect to our truth, which, you know, we are all, when we say spiritual beings having a human experience, there is some greater part of us that is a soul, is a spirit, is energy, is vibration. And the more we connect into that, the more we begin to raise our perspective beyond uh what our physical senses perceive is the truth of who we really are. And once you start having an experience of that and you start connecting into this greater part of you, your life begins to change in the most miraculous and amazing ways. And incredible things happen. I have to share uh, sort of along the story of, you know, what you were talking about earlier in, in your work, Sunny, and the incredible wisdom you have shared with people in how to... Um, move through change in a relationship or in a marriage with with grace and integrity and um, and knowing that that can be done in a way um, that that is respectful and loving. So I have a client that has been part of my master's class program for a while and has been taking the courses uh, for quite a while and has been doing some some private coaching with me recently um, because she's in the process of making a huge change in her life. And one of the things that was really uh, a, a very emotional struggle for her was her relationship with her ex-husband. Mm. She shared literally they had the thickest, largest file in the attorney's office oh, uh, because of all of the different judgments that had been fire, filed and been going on for years. Um, he had had um, uh, tried to get her thrown in jail and there was all sorts of things that was going on. And, and you know, from the very beginning of the coaching sessions, the wisdom to her always was, you know, these people that we have struggle with in our life are mirrors for us. And they're trying to show us some something within us. And if we will just stay conscious and present and go within and make the change within us, it has to change the dynamic of the relationship. So she, she has been working uh, about two months with me on this. And you know, the, the last conversation we had, you know, I said, this is really the last piece, you know, you're about ready to shift and move and start a whole new life and a whole new uh, career in a new place that she's moving to. But this is the one piece. And so she's been doing the work, she's been practicing, you know, the teachings that have come through and the wisdom that have come through, you know, part of which is, you know, don't go back into the old story. You know, you keep the drama and the trauma alive and activated when you go back into these old stories. But if you will stay conscious and present, which is the spiritual practice, and just the simple tool of saying, I send you love, 
don't go back into the story. Don't go into the who's right, who's wrong. I explain, uh, and, and no offense to you as a former attorney, Sonny, but, <laughs> uh, you know, this this idea that we, we always have a prosecuting attorney on one shoulder and a defense attorney on the other shoulder, and, you know, they're fighting for why you're right, why the other person's wrong, and they're defending you, and how you always try to do the right thing, and, and then they, the prosecutor brings up all the terrible things that this other person did, and, you know, as you well know, if you're play, paying two attorneys at one time, that vibrational price you pay uh, to stay in that story while paying those attorneys on your shoulder, it, it's a very high vibrational price that you pay. Yep. And if you will just stop and take a breath and say, I send you love, the council explains to us that karma is instant. Instantly what you send out instantly comes back to you. Mm. So not only are you sending love to the other person, you're sending love to yourself. I got a uh, message from her two days ago that she's been practicing this, practicing this, practicing all the stuff we've been working on. And she said her ex-husband came up to her and she told him he she was moving, which her big fear was that he would block her and, and take her back to court or all this stuff. And he he said, I'm happy for you. I I totally understand why you want to go. Gave her a hug and actually apologized for everything that had happened in the past. Mm something that she never, ever, ever would have believed was possible three months ago. Yeah. And yet here is a perfect example of the power that exists within every single person to change any relationship, to change their life, to, um, to have the highest outcome in any situation. And I had a similar experience myself with this process. Uh, someone I never, ever thought I would have any sort of harmonious relationship with. Uh, and I can say this person is a very dear friend of mine now. Um, and anything and everything is possible for us, whether it's your health and well-being, whether it's your career or your finances or your business or your relationships with romantic partners or family members. Anything and everything is possible for you. But you have to go into a higher perspective, a different way than what most of us have ever been taught, beyond the limitation, beyond the fear, beyond the judgment. And you will literally experience an absolute quantum leap forward. And um, there's so much more to that, which we'll talk about in the call today, but this is an example of what's possible for people. Yeah, and I just have to ask because you brought up the quantum leap when we were um, texting, you know, before the show about what we wanted to talk about, and you had suggested the title, It's Time to Take a Quantum Leap Forward. I'm curious, I, I wanted to wait and ask you about it on air, but why why now, Sarah? What made you what made that stand out to you for this show? Well, part part of the thing that you you um my perspective that has changed since doing this work with the council for many years is, you know, I don't try to figure things out anymore. <laughs> it's this understanding of, you know, we, we ask the question collectively, you know, what, what is the, the highest uh, we can bring through in this call today for our, everyone listening, for ourselves? And I asked the question and then I just let it go. And I was out doing something. Um, I, I was actually cutting roses in my rose garden with my dog and my cat. <laughs> And it just came to me, it's time, it is time to take a quantum leap forward. And I could just feel it in my body. And I was like, yes, and everybody <laughs> else is ready for this too. And so I knew that was the topic. And then after that came through, you know, it all started to download. And so I tell people this, um, 
I was not a person that I, I always, you know, thought astrology was very interesting. I always knew there was something to it, but when people would be like, oh, Mercury's in retrograde, <laughs> I would be like, oh, that's so weird. and Woo woo. Like, what are you talking about? Like, who cares? You know, like, however, I will tell you, I have come to respect and honor uh, that the planets and the, the stars and are all part of nature and we are all one and we are all connected. So uh, to think that we are not affected by uh, what's going on in nature and in our environment, including uh, the planets is, you know, to me, I'm like, oh, I get it. Okay, they definitely um, has an effect that we need to respect. And the more conscious and aware you are of it, the more gracefully you can move through these times. Now, my caveat to this is always, uh, it doesn't matter where the stars are or the planets are, you know, your consciousness and how you show up and how you act and what you choose is always up to you. So yes, Mercury might be retrograde, but uh, you still have the power within you to choose a better feeling thought, uh, to go with the flow, to stay conscious and present to how you're feeling. So many people um, have been feeling since around July 7th, this uh, a lot of emotion, uh, a lot of miscommunication and relationships, uh, feeling like you know, you're being left out, feeling like people are sort of working against you. So Mercury was retrograde uh, and it brought up a lot about relationships. And it's also not a time to push really hard to move things forward. Um, so for those of you who are aware of things like that, you're probably very familiar with it. If you're not, I bring it just to your attention to understand that these things are opportunities to really go deeper to take the time you need for yourself to see what's showing up for you. Why oftentimes are these feelings um, making you feel helpless or powerless? How does it take you back into your story of somehow being a victim? And it's your opportunity to shift it. And the council has explained to us there is one thing right now, specifically one thing that is so, so, so important to look at in your life and as you go to the, the, the deeper awareness here of this, it, bringing it to uh, your conscious mind and practicing this gives you the opportunity to literally make a quantum leap forward. So um, uh, Mercury moves out of retrograde on July 31st. And after that, you will see great opportunities come. You will see a lot of momentum pick up. That's the time to start uh, aligning with inspiration and inspired action to start moving things forward. Uh, but the one piece that is really up for everybody right now is judgment. Mm. Judgment of other people, judgment of how it should have been or why it is the way it is, uh, judgment of yourself. How many times throughout the day do you unconsciously judge yourself. Judgment of others is always about us. And not only do we judge others and do we judge ourselves, but we judge all thought. We judge the, the, the thinking 
of others. And we judge it as right or wrong, good or bad. And all of these things are what continue to hold us in limitation. I'll, if we have time, so, so I'll just stop for a second, Sunny. How are we doing on time? Can I tell a quick story? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we'll probably take our break. Uh, if Benny's up for it after the story, but take, I mean, we love stories. Like, take as much time as you want. We've got, <laughs> we got plenty of time for all of it. Yeah, so, so here are two examples of, of judgment that we have that we continue to perpetuate in our lives mm-hmm. um, that, that give us the belief of limitation and cause a great amount of grief and suffering. And uh, all of my work uh, at this point in time is about helping people to become way showers in their own life. We just did a course recently, and I know you were part of it, Sunny, called The Path of the Way Shower. Amazing. The, the, the living, loving, and leading in an awakening world, and how you begin to start creating a new paradigm of what relationships look like, what uh, success and career and business and service look like, what health and well being look like. You know, you have the opportunity to really create change and a, an opportunity to bring about a new paradigm. And I truly believe that's why many of us who are on this path of consciousness and awareness and spirituality and so deeply desire to live our highest potential. I believe that's why we're here is to help create this new paradigm um, beyond the third dimensional belief in limitation, which is separation, fear, judgment, lack, not enoughness into a higher state of consciousness. So if you hear people talk about the third dimension, the fifth dimension, again, this was one of those things I'm like, sounds kind of woo woo unless some, you know, unless the council can explain to me how this, right. <laughs> how this in, it impacts my everyday life. You know, I need to know how to apply this in my life. I need to be able to live it and be practical. So I think that's a lot of what my work does is it takes these really uh, higher perspectives higher level awareness and helps us to integrate it into our everyday life. And so uh, the idea of uh, the third dimension and the fifth dimension is this understanding that it's not a different place. Uh, I prefer the term, you know, oftentimes heaven on earth or a new earth, which somewhere within us, we know that there's this dream, this possibility, this desire to live on heaven, live in heaven on earth. And it's here for you and it's available for you. And, and, I can absolutely be one to tell you that it is possible to live in heaven on earth in your life, but it is not a different place than where you are right now. It's a different state of consciousness. And when you access that different state of consciousness, it begins to shift and the place where you are does start transforming itself to align with that higher perspective. So I'm going to, I, let's talk about that. Right. Yeah. Um, And how uh, that really applies. And and again, where we live in judgment and limitation and continue to perpetuate it, which keeps us from accessing this higher state of uh, potential that's available to us. So perfect conversation for you. Two of the places that we create the deepest belief in limitation, judgment and separation are in death and divorce. Hmm. And these are the two things that we have some of the greatest emotional charge around. The truth is, uh, you know, we continue to hold those concepts in 
very uh, heavy, dense energy. And we cause a lot of grief and suffering for ourselves uh, and also continue to keep that active around these subjects. So just the word divorce, right? I, I noticed this, you know, as I have to live everything that I teach and, and I have these awarenesses of it that just take me so much deeper. It's such a beautiful experience, um, but it's always a practice for me. And, and, you know, practicing all of this stuff and whatever comes up for you uh, without judging yourself. But I noticed the other day, someone's like, oh, I'm getting engaged. I'm getting married. And we're like, oh, that's great. Congratulations. And, and they, the, you know, counsel said to me, so would you say that same thing if they told you they were getting divorced? Mm-hmm. Oh, great. That's, you know, fabulous. Con- congratulations. No. Why? Because we believe that, that we judge divorce, first of all, and we have decided collectively that that's a terrible, awful thing. So there are people that have, you know, decided that they are no longer uh, moving in the same direction. And that is the kind and loving thing to do to honor the other person's journey and your own, just as importantly, if not more importantly, and to allow each other to move forward in their lives, even if that means they're no longer together. Right. And that can be blessed, that can be loving, that can be kind. The, the highest truth is love created in physical form can never be destroyed. Right. Once you have loved, you could be angry at that person, mad at that person, no longer want to talk to that person, but the truth is that there is only love. Underneath it all, there's love. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I, I was doing, I've been doing these little webinars on Wednesdays um, called Unhitched, and they're little shorty webinars, and this week we were talking about that very thing, that one of my favorite quotes of all time from Martha Beck is that a marriage can succeed as a soul adventure, even if it doesn't last forever. Yeah. I think, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I love this way of looking at it, but it's definitely the collective unconscious still is carrying a lot of weight around it, but hopefully we are changing that. And this is a perfect uh, example of heaven on earth. You can choose to live in whatever world you want to live in, irregardless of what the collective or anyone else chooses. Yes. There's a big difference between making them wrong, uh, saying that they're doing a bad thing, you know, and judging. If you, the second you go down into judgment, the second you judge anyone else for what they believe or where they are or what is right and what is wrong and what is good and bad, you're back in the third dimensional state of consciousness, which is where fear, worry, stress, doubt, judgment, separation, lack, not enoughness, all exists. Yes. Yeah. And it's not going to feel very good. No. And it reminds me, I think, is if this is okay with you, Sarah, yeah. for us to take our break, but I, yeah, be- right before we go, it reminds me a lot of something that I heard attributed to Mother Teresa and, and someone this, I think, was back maybe during like the Vietnam War. Um, someone had asked her to join their war protest. And she said, I will not join your war protest, but I will be a part of your peace rally. Yeah. So it's more to, to shift things instead of resisting what we don't like and putting Mm -hmm. a lot of energy toward that, creating the new paradigm that we want to see through love and positivity. So, yeah. 
Um, Benny, if it's okay with you, let's take our break. Um, you have been listening to Sunny in Seattle. I am your host, Sunny Joy. I am joined today by our favorite repeat guest, Sarah Landon, spiritual teacher and intuitive channel, um, bringing forth some amazing wisdom that I rely on on pretty much a daily basis. Um, so I invite you to check out her website while we're on our break, sarahlandon.com. And when we come back, we will continue the conversation. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. Are you ready to get unstuck from a bad marriage and embrace your best life? If you're anything like me, you may have spent years creating a life that looks pretty good on paper. There's just one problem. Your marriage is unhappy and unfulfilling, but you're too scared to trade your comfortable life for a future full of unknowns. In my new book, Unhitched, I will give you the tools you need to make the right decisions about your marriage, as well as the confidence that your future can be better and brighter than you can even imagine. I share my own very personal story, and I will guide you through a clear process that will enable you to answer the question, should I stay or should I go? It's a process that will help you tune out fears and unwanted advice, and instead tune into your own intuition and inner wisdom, as well as exit a marriage gracefully and feel secure about your future. Get ready to trade confusion and stagnation for your best life. Unhitched, unlock your courage and clarity and unstick your bad marriage. Available today on Amazon.com. Sunny in Seattle, radio that positively shines. It's time that you are heard, and I don't mean in just a conversation. I mean really heard. Imagine hosting your very own radio program on Alternative Talk 1150. Talk about being heard. Call 425-653-1150 right now to learn how affordable it can be to host your own radio show. Time slots are going fast, so take hold of this chance by dialing 425-653-1150. Alternative Talk, we have an opportunity waiting just for you. Pouring rain, it's real dark outside. Your heart starts beating really, really fast. You've never done anything so hard in your life. This is boot camp, this is the real thing now. It's such extreme pain, you don't understand how you can finish. I began to feel that there was no way I was ever gonna have my title, U.S. Marine. It takes special inner strength, courage, and desire to do this. I was just thinking, I'm so close, I'm so close. And when I I finished, I was like, I'm done. I did it. The moment I will never forget is when this drill instructor that I admire so much comes up to me straight in front of me, put her arm on my shoulder and said, good morning, Marine. PFC Summer Volkman became a Marine. Can you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. The few, the proud, the Marines. Real people, real life, real radio. Alternative Talk, 1150. (laughs) Welcome back to Sunny in Seattle. Um, I did not even recognize that music, but for those out there who were like me, did not know, it's from Quantum Leap, since we are talking about Quantum Leap Forward. (laughs) Very thematic, what can I say? You're welcome. (laughs) Always thematic. So, okay, Sarah, you actually, we were laughing over the break because we were talking about, you know, continuing the conversation and I didn't hear your complete sentence and you said something about 
killed. And I was like, oh, killed, what? Oh my goodness. And had a little freak out that exactly demonstrates what you're talking about. The, um, <laughs> the heaviness that surrounds us <laughs> when we talk about death, just because of a lot of old programming and beliefs yeah. about it. So we're, tell, tell us yeah. where we're going from here. Okay. So just to sort of finish out what we were talking about around death and divorce and how, if you will stay conscious and present and not react, you know, we all do that, Sonny. It's a practice. You know, I, uh, in our master's class program, we, we do two channeled live messages from the council every month on the first and third Sunday. And then I do a weekly coaching call to talk about how I and other people integrate these, these teachings and how do we really live this and how do we practice it? And this is one of the things, you know, that we've been talking about. And so when someone says I'm getting divorced or someone died, you know, our instant unconscious programmed reaction is, oh, that's terrible. Oh my gosh, what happened? And we go down into this belief that that's wrong and it's bad and oh, it's awful. And it's your opportunity to just stop and take a breath. It doesn't mean you're not compassionate or kind or loving, but you go into the conscious moment, you take a breath, you make some space for yourself and you show up and be present and bring this higher awareness of another way to look at it. And it's just something to practice. So here was my experience of it recently. <laughs> uh, anyone who knows me knows I'm a total animal lover of all kinds, nature, everything. I have this magical place in Santa Barbara and uh, all sorts of animals and critters that, that, uh, that I get to enjoy in my yard. And um, so I had channeled this message for a, a client. We had done a private session and, and the message was, was around conscious compassion. Hmm. This is uh, what you would practice at a higher level of consciousness or the fifth dimension, or this is how compassion works in a higher state like a new earth or heaven on earth. And they said, you know, it is about being compassionate about what someone is going through in her experience, but to remain conscious within that compassion and not go down into the suffering. Mm -hmm. And so this whole thing comes through. I go outside I'm, uh, after the session. I'm kind of uh, like to take a little time in nature between each session. I'm playing with my dog and I go to go back inside and I go to step over this rock and there's a lizard on it. And I thought, oh, well, I'll avoid him. So I went to kind of move one way. He moved the same way. And I'm pretty sure what happened is I stepped on his head, but he flew straight up in the air and then flipped over on his back and died. Mm. Sorry. That's like, <laughs> so here we are. Like I'm trying to be, I know this is exactly like, what ah. happened. So I'm like, I did the same thing. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I, he's dead. <gasps> you know, I can't believe. And I killed him. And I'm like, come on, little buddy, you know, get up. And he was dead. He was dead as dead as dead. So I go back into my office and I'm like, okay, got to practice what I teach here. Everything <laughs> happens for me, not to me. Please explain to me how killing the lizard just now is happening for me. And it went right into this conscious compassion thing. Okay, stay conscious in your compassion for the lizard. And, and the first question that came to me was, where's the lizard? I'm like, well... I know, I know he's in peace. You know, I know that when nothing ever dies, it just changes form. So anyone who dies, whether it's an animal or a, a, a person, I know 
with absolute certainty that they reemerge, they, they transition out of the physical body into a state of non-physical where they reemerge back into the absolute peace and pure bliss and a- absolute uh, feeling of joy and freedom. And I know it's not gone. So I know I, I was sitting there saying, I know that this lizard is absolutely in peace and pure bliss. I know he's not suffering. I know he didn't go anywhere. He just changed form. He just moved, you know, energetically into a different form. And so then the second question is, why am I suffering then? And it's because of this belief that death is bad and wrong. And that I, this idea that I, that I killed it versus that this experience happened for me. The other interesting thing was noticing that I now had so much love for this lizard, this one particular one because I had this experience with it. And so the more I stayed conscious in it, the more awareness came through. And this is what I I really encourage people. If you will stay conscious in times like this and just allow this wisdom to come through of what's really possible and what's really going on and what, what awarenesses are really there, you know, Sonny is, uh, I've done the exact same thing. and, And it's a practice of just not going into the emotion of it especially all of us who know right that it's not dead and gone it's not suffering in in some terrible place you know it's re-emerged back into peace and we are still connected to it there but just noticing these things within yourself go on your own journey with these concepts of what really is divorce or the end of a relationship what really is the higher perspective on death what really is uh, the deeper truth there? And you'll notice if you align with that, you feel so much more conscious and empowered and aware and more consciousness will come, more awareness will come. Um, so practice it, don't, don't beat yourself. Again, back to the lack of judgment. If you can allow yourself to see it from a higher perspective without any judgment, you will absolutely begin to make a quantum leap forward. There was a freedom that I experienced, and, and you know that's why I believe we're talking about the quantum leap forward. I literally felt like I, I moved to a totally different place within myself as I let go of all of the belief uh, I had and the grief and the suffering I had experienced in this life around death in that moment of like really practicing conscious compassion. Hmm. And I do believe that happened absolutely for me. And, you know, we can bless those things if we really see uh, the greater perspective that is presented in them. Yeah, absolutely. And so I have a couple of follow-up questions to that, but maybe where else in terms of quantum leap, like how else is that manifesting for you or what else came along with that besides being able to look at things collectively that we have traditionally viewed as negative, but we can see from a different perspective, like what else does quantum leap forward mean for you? Good question. Uh, A lot of times when people are are about to experience a quantum leap, uh, if you're unconscious of what's going on, it can seem like everything's starting to fall apart. Mm Mm-hmm. And then people go into this fear of, oh, my gosh, uh, you know, change, uncertainty. Uh, They go into trying to figure it out. They go into thinking they did something wrong. They go into um, this, you know, 
beliefs that I won't, I won't encourage them, but they, they go into this place of thinking all of a sudden something must have went wrong and they feel alone or separate or frightened or scared or worried or really anxious. And then you just get more and more and more of that. When you're about to take a quantum leap, what that means is so quantum uh, energetic, the very word quantum is essentially energetic. It's vibration. So you're about to take a big jump forward energetically. And when we do that, you know, absolutely everything in our life has to begin to align with that expanded vibrational state or that expanded uh, energetic shift you're making. Everything has to realign itself to to that or it, it has to uh, move out of your life mm-hmm. or um, it, it has to be balanced at that level of vibration in order to keep moving forward with you. If you don't understand that this is what's going on, it can bring a lot of fear to the personality. But if you can stay conscious and present and, and know always that these things are happening for you. So um, this for a client of mine that was going through this, she reached out in this uh, very, very stressed out state. She had uh, sort of risen to the top of her practice in her business and you know, she, she was wanting to do more, uh, move into a, a whole new sort of different level of mainstream audience where she took her work, but she'd kind of become the, the top of the top in her field. And all of a sudden, um, those relationships started to move out of her life. Uh, and she thought, well, you know, what's going on here? And, and all of the wisdom that came through is, this is a result of your desire to continue to move forward and grow. And you're taking a, 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 you're going through a huge shift to move into the next level here. And so some of those things are going to fall away. But what happens is, and I explain that, you know, the very definition of the dark night of the soul is when the life you've been living no longer works for you, meaning you've expanded beyond it, but the life that you're moving into or what is now vibrationally aligned with you because it has to shift as you move uh, hasn't presented itself to you. So the dark night is when you're in this place between that new life presenting itself to you and allowing that which is no longer aligned to you or what no longer belongs to you to move out of your experience with grace and ease instead of going into fear and stress and worry and anxiety and, and judgment that something's wrong. So we worked through uh, just letting go of all of her fears around that, all of the judgment, what was coming up, staying conscious and continuing to intend that. And within about a month, she got a opportunity to be interviewed by someone in the field she wanted to move into that was very mainstream, household name. Mm-hmm. Uh, it catapulted her whole life forward in a different direction. She ended up meeting uh, the and this happens often. You know, I tell people this happens often. I, I had another client who was trying very much to get pregnant, whose career was struggling, her relationship was struggling. And she, you know, did all this internal work and shifted it all. She got pregnant, her relationship inc- improved. She got huge opportunities at her work, and all of a sudden she was making tons of money. It all just sort of happened at once. Hmm. And that tends to be the case. Uh, oftentimes, when people are guided to move to a different location, oftentimes that that brings not only the career that they want or the, the business or the service that they want to change, but the relationship, they often meet that person there. It all typically comes at once, which is probably why it's called a quantum leap. 
But uh, for my friend who who literally changed her industry and started moving more into the mainstream, uh, in doing so, she also met her husband. Huh. And so this is what happens with the quantum leap. But you decide how long it's you're going to sit in that space usually of suffering and being frustrated and struggling while that new life is coming into place. So what should you do, right? Not that you should do anything, but that was my when, next question. <laughs> imagine how that happens, right? So here's the thing that's hard for people to understand. This is belief in limitation and judgment. The judgment is I should be doing something here to make this happen. Mm. The judgment is, Oh, you know, I, I better make more money. Oh, I better get it figured out. Oh, you know, I, nothing's happening. I've, I've got to earn my living here. I've got to make, make it happen. It goes, we go into that space, which is the thing that often slows us down, keeps us in those heavy, dense uh, emotions, um, and, and literally blocks us from aligning to and experiencing what's coming for us. So what people tend to do is stay busy, uh, work really hard, try to figure it out, try to make things happen versus, uh, which is what the council would say is, you know, that's a way, but it's a very limited uh, way that will often cause a lot of stress on the physical body. And the more you're holding yourself in those dense, heavy emotions, uh, the more stress it puts on your body, your body begins to break down and wear down. You don't have as much energy. So what should you do? And this is what's really hard for people to, to really grasp until they get it. Go do the things that bring you joy. <laughs> Be present in the moment, Sunny Joy McMillan. And <laughs> take a deep breath and say, what can I do right now that would bring me joy? And then go do those things. Go have fun. Go play. Go do the things that bring you joy. Now, I will tell you, I was one of those people who, you know, I worked 10 to 12 hours a day. I was always working. I was always making things happen. I, you know, take massive determined action and you can do and be and have anything. And uh, so when the council said, you know, go do the things that bring you joy. I thought, I don't really have time for joy. I have a lot of things I have to accomplish and I have a lot of goals and uh, I need to go take lots of action. <laughs> so I did not go real willingly and easily into this, which is why I think I am blessed with the opportunity to teach this stuff. Because I can tell you, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm in this complete place of uncertainty. I can't go do what brings me joy. That's precisely what you need to do. And I will tell you, I can't even count the number of times that when people actually go do the things that bring them joy or go play, go have fun, that the inspiration comes in those moments when they're not looking for it. They meet people that is the missing puzzle piece that puts it all together for them, or they have an experience of something that expands their perspective. I, I, I can tell you with... with uh, absolute promise to you if you really will go do the things that bring you joy the things that are fun the things that are play for you what belongs to you will come to you in your joy in your times of fun and play and it's usually not logical they usually come and and very 
um, divinely orchestrated ways that only um, our guides and our angels and our higher self that have a higher perspective of what's going on here could ever orchestrate for us. But that's how divine orchestration works. Your part of divine orchestration is to be in joy, to do the things you love to do, to create for the pure joy of creating something, to play and to have fun. And what I mean by the pure joy of creating something is if you are an artist and you love to paint, do it from this pure place of innocence and joy because you love to paint or you love to cook or you love to write. We've moved into this place where we put so much limitation on our creations because before we even start creating it, we're trying to figure out how to monetize it. Yeah. And that is not coming from inspiration and innocence. So when people come to me and they're stuck because they're trying to write a book because their goal is to be a New York Times bestseller, I tell them, don't write it from that space. You have to align to inspiration and innocence and let it come. But from that space, there is no lack of time. And I've had this experience myself trying to, trying to uh, hmm. write because I should, because people wanted a book and all these things, right? But one day I was literally woke up and I was inspired. And all I did for two weeks from January 18th to February 2nd was write this book I was totally inspired. It came from a pure place of innocence, and it was one of the most joyous things I ever did. And I bet it had the most inspiration for all the people whose hands it touched. <laughs> yeah. I can't even tell you some of the incredible stories of people that would say all of those things in that, in that book happened to me. Oh. They had not happened to me, but, but probably the first 10 people that I gave the book to said all of those things happened to me. Yep. And that's how this works. And uh, yeah, and Sarah, I hate to like jump in here, but we are like a minute away from the show ending. And I want to make sure that if people want to take work, the work further with you, that they know how. Um, so the website, of course, is sarahlandon.com. Sarah is a spiritual teacher and an intuitive channel uh, bringing through the expanded awareness that is known as the council. And it is, yeah. they are teachings that I rely on uh, on a daily basis. She has two recent courses, one of which I just finished, The Path of the Way Shower. Also, the Ascended Master Self-Initiation course. Um, you can find these at her website, and these are great ways to take the work of uh, the council and the teachings further. Anything else, Sarah? We have, like, less than 30 seconds left. Anything yeah, you want to chime in with? There's a lot of free resources under Listen Now. You can read more about my story under About Me. If you want to work uh, with me uh, in the Master's Class program, it's just a, a $39 monthly charge, and you get... Uh, a weekly coaching group coaching call, two two channel messages a month, uh, and for those people who want uh, private sessions or coaching, uh, or to talk more about that, you can always email me at sarah at sarahlandon.com. There's also a form on the website, but you can find all of that at sarahlandon.com. Awesome. Thank you, Sunny. Thank you, Benny. I love you guys. It's so great to be here with you and to all of your Sunny in Seattle listening community. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. Always great to have you on. And Benny, thanks for running the board. This is your host, Sunny Joy, signing off. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.